Welcome to GP Bullhound's Tech Thoughts, a weekly overview of economic developments in international markets. Hello and welcome to GP Bullhound's Tech Thoughts. Today's the 9th of June and we are here with Inge Haydorn and Jenny Hardy for our weekly market roundup. Today, the team will discuss Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference and TSMC. Over to them. Thank you very much, Maria. It's Inge Aaron here, fund manager at GP Bullhound. Hi, everyone. It's Jenny Hardy, portfolio manager at GP Bullhound. Yes, let's start with the market. The market continued to be in a positive trend. And uh, since Friday, we have seen some mean reversal, meaning like the big tech guys are not driving the market. It's Russell 2000 coming back and, and the other sectors coming back a little bit. Uh, but we'll get back to that in, in this podcast we think tech is going to continue to drive things here from from here on and we'll give you some more details on that in, in, during the call but uh, we just got tsmc numbers uh and uh, they're just hitting the screen jenny and um, they're they look really strong what, what do we think about them yeah so so tsmc just reported their monthly sales for may of 176.5 billion NT dollars. Um, that's up 19% month on month. So for March and April, they were tracking at about 145 billion Taiwanese dollars. So this is really showing that TSMC is moving back towards full capacity. Now, what does that mean? It means that they're producing more chips. Whose chips do we think that they're producing? We think that they're producing NVIDIA's chips. So we absolutely think that this uh, increase in May is driven by those A100 and H100 NVIDIA chips. And, you know, this is part of that uh, extra capacity that Jensen Huang um, said that he uh, had had secured. Um, and a lot of this is really, as we said, TSMC moving from um, lower capacity utilization up to higher um, capacity utilization. So having those machines running effectively close to all the time. Um, now, is this going to continue? Um, we think yes, and actually we think it's going to keep increasing um, for NVIDIA. And why is that? It's because as we approach the summer, we're going to get those Apple 5 nanometer chips switching to the 3 nanometer node. So we think this is going to free up a huge amount more capacity for NVIDIA. Um, in order to meet that very, very high demand. And everything we're reading, everything we're seeing is still speaking to those NVIDIA chips being um, absolutely sold out. Um, I mean, Inga, you've been on to try and buy a server um, with an H100 chip and you can't, right? <laughs> no, that's yeah, it's, it's impossible. It's quite long lead times and the prices are enormous. So... What's really happened, as you said, Jan, is that the final meter is filling up, and they probably have uh, are at capacity utilization maximum now. And as you said, the iPhone is moving to three with the new iPhone coming in September, freeing up even more capacity for NVIDIA. So 
our stance is really we think the demand is there and thereby we think the consensus number are too low for Nvidia for the second half and we think they're going to trend up quite a lot. So we continue to have a quite positive view on the AI track here for the next at least six months. Then you, ah, we need to think about these big models and how that's going to play out and, and the smaller models and how that's going to play out. So 2024 is still a little bit of a question mark, we would say, but the short term looks really, really strong. Going over to the second event, then we were talking about this oh, this podcast is the Apple new AR VR glasses. Uh, I'll leave you to start with that one, uh, Jenny. Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, it was really the, the sort of big event uh, of the week on um, on Monday night, and it is big because. It's the first kind of new product since the watch um, for, for Apple. And, you know, this is Apple. So I, we always have to pay attention when they, um, when they make um, and, you know, and indeed when they release new product because the nature of Apple is, you know, they typically do want things to be very, very high performance before they sort of release it, release it to the market. Um, so, look, but before we kind of give our, our personal opinions maybe we should present some of the the sort of facts um so the headset is going to cost three and a half thousand dollars um the rumored price was about three thousand dollars um so a little bit higher and i think when you look at the tech that goes that is going into this and the performance um, you can really see why it's such a, an expensive product. So there are two very powerful processors, um, Apple-designed processors. So, you know, we know that Apple has sort of moved to um, designing lots of its own chips, which, which we'll come on to, um, has five sensors, six microphones, 12 cameras. Um, the, the biggest sort of bill of materials is the... Um, uh, is the OLED screens um, from from Sony, um, and so yeah, the, there is no doubt there is a huge amount of um, very very powerful tech in there, um, and that means that actually, kind of you know, looking at all the reviews, it does look to be a very high performing product, and you know the thing that Apple have manage to execute is this latency so according to apple um the kind of latency you need in order to not feel uh, motion sickness is 12 milliseconds so you need to capture the image kind of uh, your surroundings um and re-render that to you in under 12 milliseconds otherwise you're going to start feeling sick now now this is like a hugely difficult thing to do even like from the laws of physics of kind of collecting those particles and and processing them so you know this is and 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 I think this comes to the idea that really this is something that almost only apple can do because so much of that is around um that kind of integration between its in-house developed hardware and the chips and the software and this has kind of been so much of Apple's competitive advantage around its other products. Um, and so, you know, I think 
while the sort of use cases are, I think, still to be determined, and in fairness, you know, the, the sort of iPhone use cases have morphed over time, I think it's fair to say that this is an impressive product from a technology perspective, right? I totally agree. And not forget, I think what they're doing is they're bringing out a product which is good enough for the developers to build an ecosystem around the new ecosystem iOS, which is the important thing if you think long-term in this game, which Apple always does. So I, I think it's a really, really interesting uh, product in that sense that this is the first step. Um, yeah, it will take a few years to get uh, really high volumes and high as I say, things to do uh, and user cases for it but uh, it's it's the first step and it's it's positive news and I don't know if you mentioned that Jan but it's coming out in January next year so it's it's not really out in the marketplace yet so yeah. it, and, which is good because that gives time for developers really to come out with interesting features for it exactly and and as I remember that's a bit what they did with the first iPhone and and we should say that you know Apple's own expectations for this product are for it to sell less than a million units. Um, so I think you know it's fair to say we're not kind of adjusting numbers around this. Um, we're not kind of baking in expectations for it to be the next um, sort of killer product. It's also worth saying that the first iPhone didn't sell phenomenally well. Um, so uh, so yeah, I, I think it's. It's interesting. I think um, it absolutely shows Apple's competitive advantages. I think, yeah, this is a product that only Apple could, could have could have produced. Um, but yeah, we we wait and see in terms of if this is the next um, revolution of um, of computing. Yes. So conclusion today. The Apple product, really interesting. It's the first step. It will take time. And the TSMC numbers shows once again that the AI track is really uh, happening. And it's it's going to be, I think, we think larger than the market thinks for the next six months, given the fact that people are really interested in investing in this area. And this, the problem for NVIDIA is, is not demand, it's supply, and that seems to be sorted out during the summer. Um, so, good news. Thank you very much for today. Thank you.